Welcome to the Choose You Now podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Hever, and I am so excited to introduce my guest today. Laura Theodore, who's known as the Jazzy Vegetarian, is a nationally recognized television personality, podcast radio host, PBS celebrity vegan chef, and award-winning author of six vegan cookbooks, including Laura Theodore's Veganese, Easy Vegan Home Cooking, and Jazzy Vegetarian's Deliciously Vegan. And you're going to find out exactly why this magnificent lady is called the Jazzy Vegetarian. Laura Theodore, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to be here, and thank you for having me. Well, it's so fun because you've hosted me on your amazing TV show and your podcast, and I'm so excited to be able to host you finally and get to know a little bit more about the jazzy vegetarian behind the scenes, the real Laura Theodore behind the scenes, and talk more a little bit personally because we don't usually get to do a lot of that. I'd love to know about when and how you became the jazzy vegetarian. That's a good question. Well, it was over a period of many, many years. When I first saw the Food Network, I think it was in 1999, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I started watching it and I'm saying, wait a minute, there's not even any vegetarian recipes on this network, let alone any vegan recipes. So I got it in my mind then that I wanted to have my own television show and I wanted to have my own radio show and my books, et cetera, et cetera, because I had always loved cooking and I had always loved acting and singing. I was a recording artist. I was a child actor. I have six albums out and I was had a lot of jazz albums out. So we finally came up with a name, The Jazzy Vegetarian. And shoot forward to 2005, we started doing some, you know, some, you know, just little demos and putting them out to the Food Network. And of course they said, no, 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 we're never going to do a vegan show. So it took us another five years and we finally got it onto PBS, Public Television, got a great distributor and we've been with them ever since. But it's the jazz records and it's the my love of cooking because I've loved cooking since I was a little girl and you put them all together and that's the jazzy vegetarian. But I must say, people always ask, well, why is it vegetarian? Well, keep in mind, back in 2005, when we were doing these demos, we were having a hard enough time talking people into looking at the show, calling it vegetarian, let alone vegan. And so that's why we called it Jazzy Vegetarian rather than Jazzy Vegan. It's so exciting. And you're so unique. I mean, that's like such an interesting combination. And that's what makes you so fun to watch and so helpful and full of wisdom. And oh my gosh, you're at nine seasons of your TV show, right? Nine seasons. It's going to be 108 episodes. So we are really just, we're cranking along. And the neat thing is, is that when we started it out, our distributor said, well, you know, it's a vegan show and maybe you're going to get into 45% of U.S. households and maybe it'll last two seasons. Well, we're regularly available in 90% of U.S. television households and we're into season nine. We've been on uh, 10 years and sixth book coming out. So we're just, just so excited that we can spread the word about healthy vegan eating and saving animals and helping to save the earth, we hope, one recipe at a time. That's our goal. 
it's exciting. And wow, how much things have changed. Cause I too was trying to get in the, the whole concept of plant-based cooking online. It's like, you're a pioneer. It's just, people are so resistant to it, but now people are so hungry for it. And it's like, times have really, really changed. And it's quite exciting to be in it and watching it and seeing it unfold. And you've played a big role in it. So you've done 108 episodes, six books. How do you continue to have that inspiration? I mean, that's a lot of recipes. Where does, where is your source of inspo come from? It really comes from my passion for helping people to cook more plant-based vegan meals, because the more plant-based vegan meals that we cook, the more animals we save. And that's really what my goal is. So when I say to myself, oh man, this is just too hard, you know, and dealing with the distribution and television, everybody thinks that television is such a glamorous industry. Eh. You know, it it really is not. And particularly when you're doing, uh, you know, producing your own shows, we're working with public television, we have to get our own underwriting. What keeps me going is that I have a real love of cooking. I have a real love of making new recipes that are going to be easy to prepare and that are just going to continue to get more and more and more and more people on board with vegan cooking so we can really save the animals. That's, that's my number one goal. But of course, you know, environmental reasons as well as health, all three of those are really, really important to me. Yeah. Win, win, win. It's like same thing, same bite, all those benefits, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and the other thing is that what really also inspires me is every day, the posts on Facebook, every day, the emails that I get. And so many of them are from people that are watching the show or listening to my podcast or reading my books. Uh, and they're saying, you know what? I'm not a vegetarian. I'm certainly not vegan, but I love your recipes and you're encouraging me to add more plant-based recipes into my weekly menu plan. And then I get a lot of people who say, you know, I'm vegetarian, but man, now I know I can be vegan too. And this is what really keeps me going because I know that all the hard work I'm doing is helping people, helping the world. And what can be a better fulfillment in life? Nothing. Nothing. No, it's fabulous. I love it. So, okay. Just, I'm a creature of habit. I like to eat the same things every day, but I'm just finishing my seventh book and it's like all this trying to do new recipes. So I'm curious about you. Are you, do you really love to have different meals every day or do you stick to the same things? What, what is, what is your, your preference personally? Yeah. You know, my breakfast stays uh, just about the same. It's a smoothie. I love smoothies in the morning. It's a great to, great way to have something fast and to just get a lot of nutrition uh, early in the day. Well, I, not early in the day. You know, I do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat my first meal till a little later in the morning. And uh, then I'll often have some oatmeal. Love that oatmeal. <laughs> and then lunch and dinner, or sometimes no lunch and just dinner, that does change every day. That's my opportunity to test out new recipes uh, or to make something that I've made a million times before. My favorite meal, probably if I'm just cooking for me, is maybe a salad 
with, uh, you know, a lot of different colorful veggies and some garbanzo beans or some hummus as my dressing and a baked potato or rice or some uh, sauteed greens or kale, steamed kale, once again with a potato or rice. I like a really, really simple meal when it's just me or when I really have my choice. That's, that's really my favorite. Steamed veggies with a little bit of tofu in it. Love, love, love that. But then I love all the recipes that I, you know, am, am uh, creating, I guess is the best way to say it. And usually about three times a week, I try to make up some new recipes or I do something that's a little bit of a change from a recipe that I've done before, maybe to uh, make it a little better or to experiment with it. And of course, I've got my husband who's my taste tester and he's always happy to be the taste tester as you well know. Yes, we are twins. Oh my gosh, we look exactly the same thing. And hummus should be a food group, and we eat exactly the same. I'm same same time restricted feeding. I eat twice a day usually, and very almost like the same stuff. That's so fun. I love that you're also kind of a creature of habit too. But you're just like nonstop, and I love your recipes. I've I've tried many of your recipes, and um, you're very talented, and you make it simple. And I think that's the best part is that people get so intimidated. Wait, because it's it's a complete reframing of the plate. When you go from a standard diet to a plant-based diet, it's complete reframe. You know, like you're used to having them meet at the center of the plate and the little side dishes. And it's like complete overwhelm for so many people. Like, how do you do this? So you make it very simple. And can you talk about like, was that easy for you? Did you teach yourself that? Was it, how did that evolve? Thank you. It's always a challenge because even my husband, who's been eating my recipes for a zillion trillion years, he loves the idea of the meat, potatoes, and veggies. I love that idea too, because that's what I grew up on, you know, meatloaf, green beans, mashed potatoes. And so I really try, as you know, in my books and on my show, you know, like for example, this season we have a vegan meatloaf recipe. So I've got the meatloaf that of course is vegan, everything's vegan and mashed potatoes, but I sneak spinach into that. So that's really the main meal. So you've got those greens and those potatoes or rice or some kind of grain, and you've got that uh, kind of meaty component on the plate. And that's something that I still enjoy. And I know a lot of other people enjoy, and that is a challenge coming up with new ideas to kind of keep that component on the plate. And of course, then that being said, I like to do riffs on that. Uh, this season, once again, we've got something that I think is one of my most fabulous recipes ever, and it's a pantry polenta lasagna. Oh, and yeah, and instead of lasagna noodles, it's little slices of polenta, and they're all in stacks with a homemade vegan ricotta and uh, a marinara sauce and uh, mushrooms in there. I actually use canned mushrooms because that's all I had in my pantry. So the idea is to be able to just pull things out of your pantry. If you don't have fresh mushrooms at home, you can still make the recipe. So ideas that are based around classic family recipes, classic American recipes, uh, Mediterranean recipes, kind of, I try to take recipes and reform them to be vegan. I try to keep up and read all the women's magazines and keep up on the trends and then just make everything vegan. And that's really what 
that's what inspires me. And that's how I put my meal plans together for the cookbooks and the shows. My mouth is watering, Laura. Like I want that lasagna. And I love that. I'm all about making it pantry friendly and just whipping things up. We are so two peas in a pod. I love it. Um, okay. So you obviously have a stellar diet that's dietitian approved, of course. Like you just, it's exactly perfect. What else do you do to choose yourself every day? Well, I'm a workaholic, but I'm a workaholic doing something that I really love to do. So I have to kind of force myself. That's not the right word, but I have to get myself to do other things every day. So I make sure I get up in the morning. I've got to get up in the morning. Uh, and I have my little exercises, my yoga, my stretching, uh, you know, some strength things. And I make sure that I do that at least five times a week. I go for seven, but sometimes I'll skip a day or so. So I make sure to do that for myself because if I don't get moving in the morning, then I just don't feel right the rest of the day. So that's something that I love to do for myself. Um, and I also, you know, love walking. I've told you this before, um, love, you know, going up, we live near the mountains, up near the mountains and walk in the sunlight and enjoy the birds and just take a peaceful walk just by myself. I really love that time for reflecting. And those are the things I like to do. Keeping in touch with friends by phone is something that's still really important. I try to, you know, talk with friends, talk with family. That's something that inspires me and helps me to take care of myself. And those are really my favorite things these days. So balanced. And I love when we get to catch up on the phone. It's so nice once in a while. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I think you're such a, it's like you walk the walk and so many people talk the talk, but it's kind of refreshing that you not only do what you recommend and everything and, and you share it with the world, but you've been doing it for so many years. Like you're such a pioneer in this. So talk about choosing yourself. Like you, all of that time trying to get the show started and paving this path where vegetarian, let alone vegan, wasn't a thing on TV. How did you stay the course and keep your resolve and know that, you know, you chose you against all odds and people yes. saying no yes. and you kept going. And so can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Thank you. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, part of it, I think, comes from being an actor, and, and you come from an acting background, too. And for so many years, with acting and, and singing, all you get is no. It's 99 and 9 tenths millionths no, 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 no. Everything is no. And that's the main reason I actually turned away from acting as my main way to make a living and, and my main focus in life was because when I moved to New York, you know, it was just nothing but no. So I, I don't like auditioning at all. So I just got to the point where I just did parts when the director would call me up and say, you want to do this, that whole Janis Joplin thing that I did the whole other part of my life, um, playing Janis Joplin for two years off Broadway and then doing the world premiere in the, in the big show, et cetera, et cetera. That all came from directors calling and saying, you're the person to do this. I didn't have to audition. And, and that's really where my acting career uh, went and, and came out of. And now I'm forgetting the question you asked me. 
Oh, just how the resilience of, of yes, all the yes, mode. thank you. Thank yeah. you. So, so that was what really gave me the resilience once I decided to change directions and move into this uh, television cooking career, so to speak, because I heard no's for five years. I talked to the head of the Food Network and he was like, we will never have a vegan show. And it was just no after no after no. And I was just so used to it in my whole career. And I also knew that it was really the right path for me. It was the right thing. I'd, I'd seen the demos we, we did. I was very, you know, I love being on camera. I'm way more comfortable being on camera than even being on stage. I'm certainly more comfortable being on camera than being in a group or a room with people. It's something that I've been doing since I'm 11 years old. So I love it. And so that's what gave me the strength and continues to give me the strength because there continues to be many, many no's every single day when we're raising the funding for the program. It takes me a year to a year and a half and I'll get a hundred or 200 no's before I get one yes. But it really all goes back to that childhood training of being in the theater, being a singer and, uh, you know, being turned down from so many record companies and hearing no so often that I just hear it and I say, you know what? It's no, but it has nothing to do with me. I'm fabulous. So I just move on to the next. They're the ones that are missing on and I move forward. I love that. It's so hard. It's funny because I too, say like you, the same thing, the acting first, and then you followed your passion and it all kind of came together. And you are using all of those skills in your work. It's just kind of like this synergy and like this perfect path that just kind of developed with everything that you love and can do. Like, it's like this great, um, combination, but it's, you know, it, it, the, the whole not taking it personally thing, I think is, that's what I'm working on myself right now. Just it's, you have to kind of, you have to, right. You, you have to not take it personally because otherwise you just can't proceed and persist. You have to. I mean, that's that's the whole basis of it is you just have to. And I think part of that too comes in from being um, a child actor and having a director and an acting teacher who are absolutely incredible. And just their big thing was, you know, really being, you've got to dedicate yourself to the craft no matter what. And that is what I've carried over into what I'm doing now. But I won't say that it's easy. Every time you hear a no, it it kind of pulls at your heart a little bit, but you have to just get back up on the ladder and walk back up to the top. Ah, that's so nice. I love hearing that from you. What advice besides that would you give to the audience, to people listening about choosing themselves and in their food and you know, and and kind of what advice would you give to someone that wants to get healthier, and um, get started? Well, the first thing to do is to say it's something that you really need, A, and B, something that you really want. Those two things are really important. And once you've figured that out, it's then also saying, I want to start doing things for me, especially with women. I spend so much time doing things for other people but if I don't make myself a better person, if I don't keep myself healthy, if I don't feel good, I'm not going to be able to help anybody. And what are we in this world for? We're in this world to 
communicate, to help people, to make it a better place, because that's really what makes us feel better. And it kind of loops around and makes us choose ourselves. So that's what I say. And if you're really, you know, you're on an omnivorous diet and you're saying, gosh, you know, this plant-based thing is something that's kind of interesting to me. The main thing to do is just start adding one vegan plant-based meal into your weekly menu plan once a week. Just try it start with it, look online, get recipes, get recipes from Juliana. She has incredible recipes, incredible information that's free online. Obviously come to jazzyvegetarian.com. We have over 500 free recipes, but the main thing is you just want to do it for yourself. And once you do it for yourself, then everybody else around you is also going to benefit. And that's what I believe. Well, I think that's the perfect place to end because that's wisdom and beautiful and inspiring. And I can't thank you enough for all of your work and for sharing your wisdom with us today. Juliana, I can't thank you enough for all the incredible work you're doing. And I know how dedicated you are and you know, I'm your biggest fan and I really thank you for having me today. And before we leave, can I just mention my new book that's coming out? Please. Yes. I've got a new book coming out. It's my sixth book. In October, easy vegan home cooking. Every recipe is vegan, of course. Every recipe is gluten-free and every recipe is eight ingredients or less. And uh, you can get that on pre-order now and just go to jazzyvegetarian.com. You can learn a lot more. I can't wait to see that one. I love all of your books and I love you so much. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you. That is one of the things I'm really working on these days, and I love the way Laura frames it about just being able to take a no and knowing it has nothing to do with you. That is also essential in choosing you now. If you are inspired and enjoy the Choose You Now podcast, please subscribe to the show, rate and review us on iTunes, and send us an email with questions or comments at chooseyounowpodcast at gmail.com. For nutrition services and more information, visit me at plantbaseddietitian.com. I invite you to choose yourself now, and I'm signing off with lots of leafy green love.